0: up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561.
1: It's about to go down. Burning your ears with another all killer and no filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. With your host, Jim Bieber.
2: Sliding trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country.
1: Amy Hood.
3: What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun haver dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver.
1: With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other Jim Beaver.
2: What is happening? Welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, where we mash together all your favorite motorsports, action sports, personalities, celebrities, and a little bit more. How's everything going, Amy Hood?
3: I am absolutely awesome. Just getting off uh, Las Vegas Monster Jam World Finals. Hi, it's insane. I'm still here in Las Vegas, but it's been one epic weekend. I cannot wait to tell you all about it.
2: What What is crazy, and the listeners are going to find their minds blown, you and I were both actually in Vegas for three days at the same time, never saw each other. Uh, I was there for a wedding. And...
3: I, I actually saw your social media, and I saw that, and I was a little disappointed.
4: Yeah,
2: there was no possible way. I was, uh, what is Ric Flair, limousine riding, jet flying. Yeah, that was me this weekend. No, totally non-motorsports related, <laughs> just... Uh, um I do have a funny story out front of the church. I was that guy that tried to bring beer into the church in Las Vegas and I was told I had to go stand on the sidewalk and drink it. So uh that was me this weekend. Oh we can get into God. Yeah. Uh, it was me this weekend. Uh you wouldn't have been disappointed, trust me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that, but uh, we got a fun show. Next week we've got a slam pack show. We got some massive guest announcements coming up later this week and I mean massive as in like world-changing, massive guests. Uh, So those are coming up next week. We'll get to those announcements later in the week. Um this week, Amy and I, we're doing a big Q&A segment in hour number two. Shoot us your questions, Facebook Live, Twitter. I've already got, I don't know, like six questions. Uh, but we're doing a big Q&A segment. Shoot those over. Uh, we've got a uh, good friend of Amy's, winner of Monster Jam, Double Down winner, Corey Rummel. He's going to be calling in. And we've also got Marty Fiocco with Cran. We're going to take a short break. Come back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor or visit us online at DirtFish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. KC highlights.
1: Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver fifteen and at Amy Hood seventy
2: one on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, and uh, we're going to get into uh, talking all things Monster Jam and Las Vegas coming up here um, shortly. We got Corey Rummel. Amy will probably be able to tell us a little bit more about Corey uh, as we get closer to that. But I got a text during the break, and they're like, you got to tell us a story about you and beer in church. And uh, (laughs) well, people are texting me this, Amy Hood, I guess I I have to do it. So um, I'll keep it short because we don't want to take up this whole segment. Yeah, no, it was actually pretty choice. So I wasn't in the wedding, right? Um, but I was there and, uh, my wife and daughter were in the wedding. Uh, so like I, I show up, I'm just like, they pick, have this limo pull up and, uh, you know, and they're like, well, you ride in the limo with the bride and all the bridesmaids or whatever, because like, I'm just like kind of loner guy. Right. So I'm like, all right. So we get in this limo, right? No, is I don't know. It's a very expensive limousine, top notch, get in there. They got all the holes and ice chest or the spots for like the champagne and the booze and everything else nothing I'm like well this stinks um, keep in mind this is an afternoon wedding so everybody's already been pre-gaming and uh, so you take the you take the limo over to the church and uh, you go in and uh, you know they do their thing and they've it's one of those little Vegas churches, it's not even a church they call it a chapel whatever but they got it's one of those where you get married in Vegas right it's not like a real church anyways you have to
3: dress up like Elvis Presley and you know Blondie.
2: Yeah, it's one. Of, you know, it's one of those Vegas okay. things, right? Yeah. So, anyways, I, I, you know, I, thing gets over, they got to shoot photos. Um, I know all the bridesmaids; they're all standing around and everything else. Well, keep in mind, like, there's this thing on one side is a Seven Eleven and a strip mall, and on the other side of it is a motel that sells rooms by the hour, and so. <laughs> I'm like, all right, like this is, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I was like, well, I'm going to go over to the Seven Eleven, right? Because obviously, I'm not going to the hourly motel. Um, <laughs> so I go to the Seven Eleven, I get a case of beer, I walk back onto the premises, and this guy, um, this guy, he Juan, he was the um, limo driver. He ends up, and goes, sir, sir, sir. He's like, you can't. He's like, you can't have this on, on, the, on, you know, here. And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, this is this is a chapel. He's like, this is holy ground. And I looked at him, I said. This is holy ground. I said, there's a 7 Eleven right there, and there's an hourly motel right here. I said, literally, like that butt up this. I said, this is holy ground right here. And the guy goes, yeah. And I go, So what do you want me to do with this beer? And he goes, well, if I was you, because I wouldn't let beer go to waste. He's like, I go stand on the sidewalk because that's not holy ground. So I walk 20 feet and I stand on the sidewalk. Meanwhile, all the bridesmaids are standing around. So there's me and like six bridesmaids with a bunch of beer standing on the sidewalk in front of this chapel. And I don't know, if you would have had a a picture of it, it would have been the most funniest thing. I guess you had to be there. But anyways, I was a guy who got in trouble for bringing beer onto holy ground. So. There you go, Amy Hood. How was your Vegas experience?
3: Uh, very, very, a lot better than yours. Let's say that. <laughs> um, no, it, it was pretty epic. You know, this was my second year at Monster Jam World Finals. I had a rough go. Like it, it was a rough start. Couldn't get the truck working. Oh, I was all over the chicane on practice day, and you know, the biggest thing is that we we're down a day. So on Thursday is when we're supposed to do all of our our testing but it decided that you know in vegas which is very weird in the middle of the desert that it was going to rain so we bumped everything up a day and you know I, w- I wasn't like ready at that point i wasn't prepared we didn't know what we were doing with the truck and it kind of threw everybody off their game but um you know we worked on a couple things and and also we were supposed to have an hour of practice like free passes before time qualifying well, little mishap was the legend Tom Menz, And I uh, <laughs> took uh, a solid hour to get him recovered and, and fixed up. And boom, no more practice. I had two runs down Sunder Alley, and then I had a due time qualifying. So, you know, it was just a rough start, but I cannot believe we pulled it all together. We went down for our hot lap in, um, you know, on race day. truck was handling like a dream. And it was so funny because I was so... Um, you know, you get all hyped up in the moments. You're in Vegas, it's Thunder Alley. You're, you're, you know, you're taking these trucks 70 miles down Thunder Alley Way. Like I, we don't get to those speeds in an arena, so you know, everything is just very overwhelming. And I could not believe, Jen, how calm I was sitting on the starting line on Race Day, packed Stadium. You know, if you've been to Sam Boyd, it is huge and it was Massive. packed. It was. It was. It, it, there was not like a like a. There was not a non-body in the seat. It was absolutely incredible this year. I got to uh, ask you, like, our racing.
2: you you, you are a Supercross moto chick, right? I mean, you grew up there. Like, Sam Boyd is like holy ground for, uh, uh, no pun intended to the earlier story, but it's like holy ground for Supercross <laughs> and motocross, right? I mean, that's like everybody wants to race at Sam Boyd Stadium at some point in their career. I know. You ever figure – it's kind of surreal. Like, you're not doing it on a dirt bike, but you're racing in Sam Boyd on – in a monster truck in front of a sellout, like that's yeah. got to be pretty pretty special.
3: It it was, and I thought about that this this weekend for sure. And it was really cool though too because what, what I was saying earlier, like I, on race day, I've never been so calm with the packed stadium, pressure's on. Won my first race against Mark List on Toro, and I, you know, I've been on tour with Mark, haven't beat him once all year. He's a great racer. But everything came together. My mental state was there. I, know I didn't go out drinking and partying the night before. It's Vegas. It's, like, so tempting. Um, but everything came together. I killed it. Second race um, against Max D, which is on my social media. You know, I, he won by a hair because he barrel rolled over the, the over the finish line. And I think, you know, barrel rolling gives you a little bit more forward momentum. But um, it was so cool. And, and you're right. You know, we, we, I walking through the pits and walking through party in the pits and and seeing everything happen, like, and, and, you know, people looking at me and running up to me and wanting an autograph and people there know who you are. And every year I've been to Sam Stadium, I have been on the other side of the spectrum. I've been the fan. I've been the one, you know, who sees the racer and that's like, Ooh, like there you are. Like, it's, it's so crazy that I've been able to flip flop and you work so hard that I'm on now that end of the spectrum. And I'm a lot more grateful for it because I see a lot of athletes in my time who walk through the, you know, the pits with their head down, you know, they don't want people to stop them. They don't want to sign autographs, but you know, when you work so hard and you have been a fan and you've grown up looking up to all these people and you've worked so hard that you finally earned that opportunity to be there and get to that point, man, I go and walk through the pits and I will find anything out. Talk to everybody else, take all the photos. like, I go through the pit so I can meet people you know, who look up to me because I remember how cool it is that, you know, uh, a pro athlete stops and takes a photo with me. And sometimes you're too embarrassed to ask. And I just I just appreciate it so much more, I think, the fact that I've grown up this way. And it's I love co- it.
2: it was so it's surreal. cool that somebody actually wants your autograph, right? It's like, oh, I did something where somebody wants my autograph. I'm going to sign every single one of these. Like, I, I get People, that. People,
3: like, are there to see you. You know, there's only 37 drivers. Um, and people are there to see you and double down Showdown, show down there's 16 of us. People come, they know your face, they want to come and see you and it it's like so humbling. It's so so badass. <laughs> I love it. I can't, I will never not appreciate it. Yeah,
2: I, it's it's awesome like and it's crazy and we got to go to a break here in a minute but like just being in Vegas around Monster Jam the week leading up like everybody in Vegas is wearing Gravedigger shirts, oh, or you know, or you know, zombie shirts, like, or
4: after. Oh my god, got
2: VP. Uh, what is no, the I VP that the guy down. that did the front flip last yeah, year? Uh, P. Leo Donald, right? Yeah. I, I saw so yeah. many Leo Donald shirts because of the front flip this year. It was like, oh man, that guy's awesome. We're gonna go buy a shirt, and they all wore them this year, you know. It was like, I yeah. just it was crazy. Everybody was in Monster Jam apparel. I sat at the pool, and literally, like, the kids are running around yeah. in Monster Jam shirts. The dads had them on. Like, it yep. was pretty, it was pretty rad. Like, Monster Jam must sell a grip load of t shirts that week. Like, that would be a fun trivia question. We'd have to get Monster Jam involved. How many t shirts does Monster Jam sell in a, in a world finals weekend? Because I guarantee you it's like 40,000, 50,000 t shirts. It's crazy. Um, it's insane. Yeah. We'll
3: talk more about it after, but like, I'll tell you all the, the crazy stories about Monster Jam World Finals.
2: Yeah. All right. got to take a short break. We come back. We've got uh, Corey Rummel on the line. He was your Double Down Showdown winner at the World Finals this past weekend. So we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks
1: for tuning in to the down and dirty radio show available live online in syndication on networks across the U S and available internationally on the American forces network.
9: If you are age 85 or younger,
1: Like what you hear. Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver and Amy Hood
3: here. We've got. Uh... I just got a quick. I just got a quick text from Corey. Yeah, uh, he's just going to call in in one minute.
4: Okay. So
3: um, a little breakdown of this guy. Okay, so Double Down Showdown. 16 of us Monster Jam triple threat athletes are invited to the Double Down Showdown. You know, not everybody makes it in. Um, there's only a couple spots available. But you know, it, Corey is an independent driver. So we talked about it before. You know, we talked about the independent scene where you know us Monster Jam drivers. We show up, we drive for the weekend, we fly home. You know, truck breaks, our crew chief for there, they fix it for us. The independence. They are the ones who are hauling their rig. Corey is currently driving back to Chicago right now. He's blue collar, man. After a full, what's that?
2: I said he's blue collar. He hustles. I like it.
3: Oh, yep, exactly. So you know, you know, he's running a Pirates Curse body. With the, you know, independents have the opportunity to run a Monster Jam body, but he works on that truck. He did everything. He 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 built this truck from the ground up you know, puts in the work, something breaks, he's in the back fixing it, you know, to be able to make it to the next round, you know, he's the one along with his crew, obviously, but like he puts in the work and, you know, he was up against Brandon Vincent and the Grave Digger for the final and, you know, Brandon's been on my tour all year. Um, Brandon red-lighted. So, you know, we, we have one of those pro trees, Brandon red-lighted. I don't, even if Brandon red-lighted, I think Corey would have took it. Yeah, I feel like when you're an independent, you drive with so much more heart. Um, you can really see it. I really saw the independence, um, you know, effort that they put in this weekend. And they just have a little bit more, you know. They just – there's so much more to prove. There's so much more that goes into it that you can appreciate it. And I think when you understand everything about those trucks, you know where to push it. And I just – I was so proud of him and everybody in the pits – We're so stoked for his win because it went to someone so deserving. And it was really cool to see, you know, the camaraderie in the pits and, you know, and how they felt about Corey's win. I just think it was really cool. Here he is. He's calling in right now. All right. Awesome. Corey, we we, we, we trained it for you, man.
2: All right. Corey, welcome (laughs) to the line, man. What's going on, guys? Well, Amy was just giving us the grand intro for you, man. Uh so I don't know. You don't need to tell us about yourself because Amy just told us everything and she did a hell of a job about it. But uh congrats on the win, man. That's gotta feel pretty darn special.
6: Oh, I definitely did. That's pretty much a highlight of my career so far.
2: Yeah. Well I gotta so I I I gotta ask just- you. I got to ask, I mean, we'll, we'll lead with this and then Amy can take it from here, but this is like the one question I've got. I mean, you're an independent, you're racing monster jam and I know how it is. Like my race programs, I, I own them and then, uh, you know, and I've got my guys that work on things, but like. I know, like, I go into a desert race, and it's like, I take a chance, and it's like, oh, man, we're going to have to fix that. It's coming out of my pocket after this. Like, I, I think about that. And you and Monster Jam, I mean, you guys destroy trucks. Is there part of you that, that at some point has to check up because you're like, man, I'm going to have to wrench on this thing later?
6: Um, to a point, depending, but pretty much I built the truck, and I wrench on it and I fix it. I just don't have to pay the bill, but I have to spend all the hours in the shop to get it fixed. So depending on how much I want to work that week depends on how hard I want to drive.
2: Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. You're like, oh, I, want, <laughs> I want a week off. We may, Maybe we're not going to try this crazy, you know, crazy flip here or something, right? Well, it
6: definitely, <laughs> It definitely is something in the back of your mind because if you're like, man, I want to, you know, something you want to do or go on vacation, like, okay, I'm going to take it a little bit easier this week just so I can <laughs> have some time to go do it. Yeah. Because just like in any racing, it takes up all your time.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I know, Amy, you've got like a string of questions. I'm going to just let you run with this hood.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just, it was kind of like, I want to walk through the weekend here. I was telling a little bit about my experience at, you know, Monster Jam World Finals 18, 19, I don't even know what it is anymore. (laughs) World Finals 19. It's a little bit different for me because I came from obviously a motocross background. I've been that fan that goes to Supercross at Sam Boyd Stadium, and, you know, I've I've been going there as a fan. I've been chilling in the seats, I've been walking through the pits, looking up at racers, and it's it's really cool and humbling to have, um, you know, the roles reversed, and people are there to come and watch you, and it's just so... It's so surreal, you know, being there at a place that I'm now flip flopped and I'm able to compete in a stadium that I went to watch at. You know, what's what's it like for you? I know you're, you know, a generational driver and you grew up with monster gen or monster trucks in general. Um, you know, talk us about kind of your history and how you know you got to where you are now and what's it like for you as you know a four wheel enthusiast, not necessarily a two.
6: Gotcha. Uh, pretty much, I, I was never actually the four-wheel drives when I was a younger kid. I lived kind of in the city, like with my mom, and then oh. I ended up moving out to my dad. Yeah, I went out to the country, and then that's when I got my four-wheel drive truck, and that was probably when I was around 15, and then pretty much I built a mud truck, and that's what I've been racing and playing with for years, and then I finally got the chance to work for a monster truck team. Just because I was always watching them on TV when I got older, but when I was a kid, I never followed it. I couldn't tell you anything that happened with monster trucks back in the day. It's it's kind of weird. Like everyone that's in this business usually has history in it, but I don't have any really.
3: Well, you have a you, but you have a lot more than a lot of other people. The fact that you can build these things from the ground up, you know, it, it's hard for me to even be able to communicate sometimes with my crew chief. You know, I, my crew chief, I guess, I, if you will, on two wheels is my dad. So I and he races, so I can tell him a weird sound and he understands what I'm saying. But you have a lot of, you know, you gotta really special tool in your back pocket you know monster jam hiring a lot of these young kids off the street you know people with very different backgrounds you know come from different walks of life but who know nothing about a truck you know you have this ability where you know exactly what's going on you're you know heading 70 miles down thunder alley you know from being able to have that experience you find that's a lot more of a competitive advantage
6: it, it definitely is. The only difference is like pros and cons about it is like, yeah, I, n- I know exactly what's going on in the truck and all that stuff. But the issue is in the back of my mind, that's what I'm thinking about more than sometimes when I'm driving, I have to learn to throw that out the window. But when you're some of these newer guys that yeah. don't have to worry about the truck, they can only yeah. focus hundred percent on driving. So it's, then they can just rely on their crew chief to do everything else. And their, their mind's a lot more free and clear to run than what just a mine would be. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely got its pros and cons, but I mean, it's mixed either way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I see that with the independents on my tour, you know, when, and you can really see it when they're holding back and they don't want to, but you know, they're, we're coming into like a four show weekend and you can really, there's so much more emotion, I think, behind, you know, the independent drivers. You do agree with that? Oh yeah, no, there definitely is. It's, it's pretty
6: much just the nature of the beast. You, in the, I mean, you just always have to remember that it's still business, so you can't—you yep. just can't, you know—drive without your head because it's still business and needs to make money. Because if not, you can't keep doing it. So, I mean, it's sometimes we can always—we can definitely let loose and hang out and just do whatever we want. And most of the time, ninety percent of the time, that is the case. But there are some that you just have to watch what you do and how you do, and still do a—you know—awesome job. But you just can't go hog wild. It's just like everything.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's just a lot funner. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what's the next step for you now? You know, you made this big statement. Um, you know, as an independent, winning double down showdown. Uh, you know, you got to you got your chance to be up against the big boys. I know you you know you have already in Rogue, and you know being with the. Um, um, you know, before you drove for Pirate's Curse, you had an opportunity to play in big stadiums. What was it like in Sam Boyd? Was it any different feeling being that it was a world final? Did you have a little bit more to prove or was it just kind of like any other day in the office for you?
6: Uh, It's definitely, I mean, I'm more familiar and comfortable with it, but it's still definitely a bigger stadium, a bigger deal, just because like being a double down showdown was like, to me, more pressure than being in the big show itself just because you have to win in order to, to yep. continue to, on to the big show but if you're already in the big show even if you mess up in racing you're still coming back on the track so to me it was definitely a lot more pressure and i've just throughout the years of running i've learned to just keep myself calm and just do what i do and comes natural without really thinking about it that's why I like before i got off for freestyle um, I don't even look at the track. I look at like one jump I want to <laughs> hit, and that's it. I swear, really? I do not. I honestly, I don't go out there and look at it because you kind of psych yourself out or plan stuff, and and then when you're out there running, it it resembles it. It's like you're like, wow, he, you know, he drove around trying to hit that one jump. Like to me, it looks like it's been routine, and I don't want that. I want to go out there and do whatever come natural, and then most of the time, it looks pretty sweet.
2: Making freestyle, freestyle See, is what never you're doing. Have
3: so- <laughs> yeah. See I honestly I did not think that was the mindset. I thought that people go up, you know, before the track, um, or you know, once once the track gets built, they go up in the, the box there and scope it out and plan their moves. Because of the fact A that A lot of people do Yeah. And you know what? You I can mean... tell. You can tell it's routine and I just, I didn't know that, you know, you went out and just technically you can obviously say now at this point you would just went out there and you sent it. Yeah. Just
2: send it. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
6: yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah. It, it all, you can have a routine and then it goes out the window. It's like, ah, forget it. We're just going to send this thing. And <laughs> I get that. Yeah. You
6: take one bounce the wrong way and you're just going you're a different you like, oh, we're, anyway. just, we're, we're I mean, just pretty much wing it. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest thing too, like, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong in this one, but for me it's like if you were out there and you're standing on the track, you're looking at a jump. You're like, okay, this jump's 10 feet tall. You know, it's taller than me. You're like, wow, th- you know, this thing's stupid big. If I hit this, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. But then when you're sitting in the really- truck 10 feet in the air, you're looking down at the jump, and you're like, that's not that bad. <laughs> so, so it's like if you walk out there, you kind of, I mean, I'm not scared either way, but, like, you kind of psych yourself out for something that you already know you can do just because you're standing on the ground looking at it, you need the actual perspective of it of when you're actually going to be driving. Yeah,
2: well, I appreciate you, you taking to the time, down buddy. Down. You did what you needed to do. <laughs> yeah, you did what you needed to do. You mm-hmm. took the win. Uh, congrats, buddy. We got to go to a short commercial break, but uh, looking forward to catching up again soon. Awesome. Thank you, guys, very much. All right. Thanks, and we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American
0: Forces Network. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hi, this is Lou Manfredini. This House Smarts Home Improvement Minute is brought to you by
5: my friends at Ace Hardware. Make sure to examine your roof shingles to see if any were lost or damaged during winter. If your home has an older roof covering, you may want to start a budget for replacement. The hot summer sun can really damage roof shingles. Ones that are cracked, buckled, or loose, or are missing granules need to be replaced. More information at HouseSmartStv.com And now this.
12: Ace is the place with the helpful hardware
5: folks. It's the buy one,
13: get one free paint sale at Ace. Our biggest paint sale of the year. Buy a gallon of our top paint brands and get the second free. And you know what else is free? Our help. With the Ace Extra Mile Promise, get everything you need to paint in one trip or deliveries free. Don't miss the buy one, get one free paint sale now through Monday only at Ace. Limit two free gallons of equal or lesser value. Prices may vary. Store stock only. While supplies last. Delivery subject to availability. Visit acehardware.com for more details.
12: If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details.
5: I'm Ryan Burke, I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé Cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance. For any occasion, it's a really refreshing drink. Angry Orchard
3: Cider Company, welcome you. Drink responsibly.
5: Thanks for tuning in
1: to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: And we are back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And the man of the hour, the guy that uh, I I don't know if there's anybody I would rather be talking to right now on the planet than you, Marty, because I got questions and you got answers and we can finally talk.
14: I that's a big buildup right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot more people that are going to be interesting to talk to. But anyway, good morning, Jimmy. And, yeah, there's a lot going on, as, as you know. i would be happy to answer whatever I can at this point.
2: Yeah, well, I know – I mean, we can go back, I mean, to Cranon last year the year before. I mean, you guys at Cranon, you guys have been building something special for, for a long time. And you know, and I got to see it in the flesh Sunday you know last labor day and and how special that was and and you said you know it, it was at that point it wasn 't about torque it 's not about lucas it 's just about what 's best for short course uh, now fast forward a few months, I know you guys have been working through the off season on a few things, um, but how did this whole unification kind of come, come in, you know, come into play? I think that's what everybody wants to know. Like, and, and, you know, how's the schedule going to look? There's so many, there's so much out there, you know, and I know you probably can't answer it all right now because you don't know, but I mean, what can you tell us about how this came to be and where we're at?
14: Yeah. I mean, I can't talk about everything because I don't know everything so far as you, as you know, you know, the unification was always kind of in the back of, uh, our minds in the sense that, you know, we built the and World Cup together with Red Bull, and Red Bull Signature Series and Amsoil to kind of create a one day Super Bowl of short horse racing, you know, no points, uh, East and West, everybody together, biggest crowds, biggest purse, biggest television package. That was always the goal in the last years. I think we were really successful in creating that. And I just wanted to show people how exciting this could be if we could put the politics aside. And there's reasons for the politics and there's reasons why. You know, uh, to build uh, building a, a unified national touring series like everybody wants, like it was back in the days of CORE, uh, is was the goal. But, you know, we just kind of came to the realization when we started adding up you know, truck counts and things, uh, all the tracks got together here, the Midwest tracks, which was Crandon, ERX, and Bark River, and we all kind of looked at each other and were very concerned about the fact that uh, the series that was there wasn't really able to, to really guarantee us much of anything in terms of truck counts, in terms of, some of the, the distribution on television wasn't the strongest, and that's something that we all wanted. So uh, basically, we sat around the table and <laughs> decided we were going to go a separate way. And certainly, we had been talking a little bit to, to Lucas about a few things over the years. Certainly, the unification of rules was a big thing that we'd all wanted. And as you know, give me, last year, we had to actually hire Tommy Morris, as far as the smartest guy on our racing, yeah. to get us a unification rules thing that we call the balance of performance, where East Coast and West Coast rules to kind of match and, and mesh. But it's still a lot of work, and it's still hard to do, but it's still not a perfect, you know, science. And to be honest with you, the other thing that really came into play that we all noticed was the dramatic increase in success at desert racing you know you can see how, how big king of hammers uh, was this year the mid four hundred of course was a huge deal and you know the short course by even uh, our own admission by the admission even some of our of our partners and sponsors was just not at a place where there was any moment much momentum and you know we just had to all kind of come together and Frankly, I can tell you that the, the Friday of the Mint 400, the guys from Cranon and, and Bark River and ERX were in Vegas. We actually drove down on Friday of, of the Mint 400 to meetings at Lucas and we had about 10 people in a room and locked ourselves in for a couple hours and basically just came up with something we thought was going to work for this year and then moving forward. I mean, we, you know, it's, not, it's not kind of the same program that the guys out here in the West Coast have, but uh, it took me into a step towards unifying the sport, and I think that's what we all want.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, like you said, it's going to take a process. I mean, because as much as people, you know, on the outside see and the trucks may look the same, uh, you know, there's different rule sets for the Midwest, you know, versus the, you know, versus the West Coast and then. You know, you and I both know that, you know, travel budget sponsorship has already been set. I mean, you know, guys are selling sponsorship for 2019 right now, you know. So it's, you know, there was a lot that goes into it. And, you know, and I knew if this ever did happen, it was going to be a process. It's not like you snap your fingers and it's done. You know, it's going to take a year or two for us to really, you know, see how this thing really meshes together. But I got to tell you, Marty, I'm very, very excited. I mean, this is something that I think anybody in off-road has wanted to see for a long, long time. And uh, I'm just so excited to, I mean, to see Cranon and see the West Coast. I mean, last year it was special with Carl coming back and things like that. But, I mean, to see what Cranon's going to look like this year and next year. And, I mean, and even Bark River and ERX. Like, this is an exciting time for short course. I mean, everybody I talk to, there's not one person that's negative on this. It's it's so positive, and that's exciting.
14: It is, You know, it is exciting. And look, we'll You know, the – the, if, if mean, I think I probably shared with you the intense amount of work it took to get the World Cup even together for one day a year and to get the Ryan Beats and the Carl Renovetters and the Bryce Menzies to come to Crandon, even though that's where they really wanted to come and overcome the, the battles with that and overcome some of the rules issues with that. Just the amount of work and momentum it took. I mean, you know, all these tracks, including Crandon, aren't very big operations.
4: You know, you know they're full time
14: people at Crandon, and I'm not one of them. And, uh, you know, to, to, to do all that effort now, with this unification, we can, you know, really focus on the future and focus on, you know, really promoting what's going to happen. I mean, you know, the June weekend that moved on the Crane inside side, uh, basically to, to help, you know, uh, the Wheatlands folks, and, you know, there's, been, there's certainly been give and take back and forth, uh, unlike what everybody thought. Nobody really thought that the, the powers that be could sit around a table and actually agree on much of anything but that was not the case i have to hand it uh, to the guys at lucas to richie lewis and bob patterson and those folks they they actually invited us and really kind of sat down with a sense of purpose and a sense of hey we really need to this we all love this sport but we've got to get this together and you know it's 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 real simple in terms of history i mean you know you can only have one series you know, you can only have one indie car or car. You can only have sports car racing on one sanctioning to have only one, and all the works, although there's only one because that's how, you know, you know, focus the attention and focus the professionalism. And, you know, Desert Racing is kind of that way, too, although, you know, we have four, but they're really a Mexican, you know, Baja-based racing organization, Best in the Deserts in the States, so that's a little bit different. But other than that, you know, fighting two series has never seemed to ever work, and in this case, it wasn't working. Yeah, it works for the future, it's pretty exciting. I mean we're we're you know, we're gonna start with a an East Midwest uh championship that's gonna include, you know, four rounds of racing, two at Crayon and one at ERX and one at Bark River. Uh the hope is that uh, we're gonna get a lot of people coming from Utah the weekend before Cran Labor Day back to, to the World Championship and World Cup. Uh it's exciting because we're also able through again, this is part of the negotiation. You know, you've got uh, Scott Douglas who's an Amsoil-sponsored racer. He's going to be racing in the Lucas Oil Series and Pro 4, which they're excited about. But at the same time, we're able to work, maintain our relationship with Amsoil at Crandon, and we're still going to be racing for the you know the Amsoil Cup at the end of, of the day on Sunday, Pro 2s versus Pro 4s, and you know Lucas Oil is going to be covering that. So there's a darn tape everywhere, but I think that's what you have to have. I mean, it's the only way it's going to really move forward. So we don't really know what the schedule is going to be like next year, um, but, you know, between next year and and 2020, obviously, uh, there's going to be a lot of changes. Next year's the 50th anniversary of short Course racing, as you know, and we're getting ready to announce some pretty cool plans for, at Coran for next Labor Day 2019. It's going to be pretty much as, as crazy as, as we can make it.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> Cranon every year is crazy, but uh, I think we had a, there was a joke on Race Desert and I chimed in there. I said, alright, we finally get what we wanted. It's the East versus West Slip and Slide Contest at Cranon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we
14: have the we have Slip and Slide. Yeah, we actually are Cranon, of course, is embracing that guy who has the Slip and Slide energy and <laughs> enhancing his facility with little, some trenching and some, some drainage so that he can keep that going. Typical Cranon, right? But what's really exciting this year, Jimmy, is um, you know, Labor Day for one. I mean, never mind the, the World Championship World Cup. Now we've added, as you know, is added the Ultra 4 uh, guys, the guys that have been racing at the Hammers for their, you know, NATO Tires Triple Crown deal. Where They're racing, you know, they're racing the three biggest races in the United States. They're racing at, at King of the Hammers, the Mint 400, and then Crandon. And Friday night at Crandon is going to be at Ultra Cross ultra Four shootout in our back off-road park, which is going to be activated for the first time this year. It's 100 acres that we have that we've – we're out of room, so we're going to have to, you know, make the park active, and and we're going to have Jeep clubs and 4x4 clubs there, working with BFG on their unlimited off-road show. But part of that is adding the ultra Four. So Friday night, as part of the Forest County Pottawatomie Night of Thunder, uh, the the main show was going to be the ultra Four guys running on kind of a combined course between the off-road course and the back and the short course – and then Sunday, they're going to run heads up like everybody else at the Pro Division for the World Ch- World Cup. And, you know, we'll win World Championship titles yeah. on Sunday. And that's been a, the biggest kind of piece of excitement that we've had so yeah. far. But there's there's definitely more coming
2: yeah well and I can tell you because I've seen ultra fours run on short course before uh, or short course tracks they're fast it's like it, it's like a, a you know a, it's like watching a pro four just a hair slower but i mean it's people thinking ultra fours coming to Cranon and isn't a big deal no wait till you see these things run it's insane how fast they are
14: uh yeah it's it's short it's course a, yeah it's gonna to be a big deal you know the only the only requirement we had on those guys was to keep some semblance of tire size so that they look like ultra four cars I'm not going to some 33 inch tire on those yeah. but we're, we're not sure exactly you know how the short course may work we may you know on sunday may add to an op- the rock obstacle in infield or something if we could do that just to add a little bit of spice to it but you know the the, the whole point of this thing is we we're trying to give our midwest fans a whole lot to come watch and i think you know, like you said, the opportunity to finally watch everybody together. You know, we don't know if everybody's going to make it this year. We think there's a lot. We already talked to the Jeremy McGrath of the world and Brian Deegan of the world and certainly, you know, Rob McCaffrey. And I know Bryce is already, Menzies is already scheduled to be there. So, you know, it's it's going to be an all-out shootout, and there's there's zero politics. In fact, it's the other way now. There's no, nobody looking over their shoulders and, and, you know, asking permission to go to crane to and well. So um, it's going to be an interesting year. It's a transitional year but short course racing kind of deserves that. And I think that, you know, certainly the Lucas Oil folks have spent an enormous amount of resources and time and money to, to, to bolster the sport for years. And I think now they, they get a national footprint and we'll see how it all plays out. Like you so accurately said, you know, budgets are budgets and traveling is traveling and, you know, we'll see how this all plays out. But the, the work, the hard work really starts now in terms of, you know, really promoting the idea of, of one series and, promoting and how it's going to work and you know getting the rules together and making sure everybody knows what's going on
2: yeah no i agree it's uh i think it's exciting uh, you know and i'm sure in the next couple of weeks and months you know things are going to come out and we'll, we'll get more information but uh uh, I appreciate you taking the time calling in, Marty. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely you know this is something guys like you and I have dreamed about for a long, long time, and you know the day has finally come where it's here, and uh, you know it's like you know it's like Christmas time, I guess for us, right? I mean, it's like, man, it, it, this is exciting. I, I'm well, excited I'm about sure, this. How, how about
14: this? How about, how about it's maybe that way for you, Jimmy? For me, it's like you, sometimes it is Christmas Day, and sometimes it's be careful what you wish for, right? <laughs> You're never sure where it's gonna go. But but you know it's all oh, it is really. It's, at 10,000 feet, looking down and trying to see what's best, really what's going to work for everybody. Cost cutting is part of that deal. You know, all kinds of things are in play now to make sure that the sport grows. It's a great sport, a great form of motorsports. Uh, it just needed to get together and just all pull in one direction. I think now we've got that opportunity thanks to everybody at Lucas and all the Midwest tracks. and and the folks at ERX Barker and, of course, at at Crandon. I think we're all all heading in the same direction right now.
2: Yeah, well, definitely uh, definitely good stuff, Marty. I appreciate you taking the time to call in, and uh, um, we'll definitely have to catch up soon, my friend.
14: Okay, Jimmy, thank you for the time. We appreciate it.
2: All right, thanks a lot, Marty. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Marty Fiocca with uh, Cranon Off-Road. He's also an Off-Road Hall of Famer. We're going to take a short break. We come back. uh, I don't know, more coming at you here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
17: goo a try call one 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dodogoo.com now available at select big five stores near you like
1: what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here. Uh, coming up in hour number two here shortly, we've got Joe Duncan our Optimus segment with a couple of special guests. Uh, we've also got a big Q and A segment with Amy and I, and uh, we'll be talking some Supercross and who knows uh, what else. We had some Formula One shenanigans over the weekend. Uh, the kickoff to F one. I don't know. Maybe we'll get into that. <laughs> Uh we got IndyCar, Long Beach Grand Prix coming up stadium, super trucks, formula drift. Uh, it's like next week I need to have like three shows, I think. We got uh so next weekend is what? We've got Formula Drift, we've got U T V World Championship, we got NHRA in uh in Vegas, we've got uh San Felipe two fifty. Um got a snore off road race. Uh it's just crazy. Like how can you pack so much stuff into one weekend. So like I said, next week's show is going to be off the chain. I don't even know the guest list yet, but I know like every single segment we're going to have somebody on air in, which uh, is always exciting as a radio host, man. You just bam, 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 bam. Um, but uh, it's going to be a massive, massive show. But if you guys have any guest suggestions for next week, FD. IndyCar, Car, UTV, off road. Hit us up in the comments. Uh, would love to uh, love to have it, man. Uh, love to hear what you guys think because uh, next week we get some slots to fill and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little off the chain, that's for sure. But uh, uh, big thanks to Marty Fioca for coming in and dissecting everything that's happening with uh, with Short Course and this big merger. And we're gonna take a short break. We come back kicking off hour number two here on the Down or Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris
4: Razor.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Say Radio News with Chris Barnes.
18: New information after suspicious packages are sent to military installations and government buildings around the nation's capital yesterday. Federal authorities in Washington now say that a male suspect is in custody. He's identified only as a man from the Pacific Northwest. NBC News is reporting that the suspect sent a total of 12 such packages, including packages addressed to the White House and the CIA. Reports indicate the leader of North Korea may have been on his first trip outside his reclusive nation since coming to power in 2011 yesterday when he met in Beijing, reportedly with the Chinese President Xi Jinping. China expert Paul Hanley of the Carnegie Endowment says he wouldn't be surprised, especially given all the talk of a meeting between Kim and President Trump soon.
8: China does not want to sit on the sidelines and be a spectator in terms of what's happening here.
18: And this is USA Radio News.
19: Life needs to be enjoyed with family and friends, to laugh and to share. Tragically, addiction to alcohol and drugs can ruin that. Isn't it time to make a change? If drugs and alcohol is a problem in your life or someone you care about, it's time to make a change. The Watershed Addiction Treatment Programs have been offering amazing life-changing results since 1998. The Watershed Addiction Treatment Program has successfully helped over 50,000 people get their life back. The Watershed knows how to help you recover and promises to help you begin your change. Your new life can begin right now with just one simple call to 877-480-4777 or online at thewatershed.com. That's 877-480-4777 or online at thewatershed.com. We are open 24-7, and all calls are confidential and free. Call now, 877-480-4777, or online at thewatershed.com.
18: Retired Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens calling for a repeal of the Second Amendment, writing an op-ed piece in the New York Times. The liberal former justice called the gun rights amendment a relic of the 18th century. He says it's often misunderstood and often misinterpreted. The Trump administration is expelling some 60 Russian intelligence agents, including many who it says are just posing as diplomats. The expulsions ordered in retaliation for the poisoning of an ex-spy and his daughter in Britain weeks ago.
8: This is not the type of conduct that uh, the United States or allies can uh, accept.
18: But Deputy Press Secretary Raj Shah says this doesn't mean President Trump doesn't still want to try to have that often discussed good relationship with Russia.
8: Um, But the president still remains open to working with the Russians on areas of mutual concern, counterterrorism, for example. But that's that's really up to the Russians to decide.
18: Russia's promising reciprocal actions in response to those expulsions. And this is USA Radio News.
7: Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. I was one of the biggest critics of Obama in the national media. Suddenly, I was under massive IRS attack. So I hired Sam Landis. Sam did an amazing job. We won twice. I didn't owe a penny. Thank you, Sam Landis. Many of you have IRS problems, and you've spent thousands with non-lawyer tax resolution firms. Do yourself a favor. Call Sam Landis for a free consultation. Trust me. Sam Landis is the best. Sam saved my life. Call Sam at 800-WE-HELP-YOU with the letter U. That's toll-free. 800-WE-HELP-YOU with the letter U. 800-WE-HELP-YOU.
18: The sheriff's office in St. Mary's County, Maryland, has released new information about last week's shooting at Great Mills High School, including audio from 911 calls. Uh, Cooper,
0: the
18: okay. They say the same bullet fired by a 17-year-old gunman struck 16-year-old Jalen Willie in the head and then struck the leg of 14-year-old Desmond Barnes, who made his own 911 call about it with a friend's help.
6: I was this guy in my school. What school are you at? We're in Great High
18: School. Willie died after being taken off life support last week. Barnes was released from the hospital two days after the shooting. Also, investigators have determined the shooter, Austin Rollins, died of a self-inflicted gunshot and not the bullet fired at him by the school resource officer. And the Roseanne Reboot premieres tonight on ABC. The show picking up with the Connors 20 years since we last saw them.
15: How's the basketball game? It's dope.
20: But I still think the Bulls in 96, 97
18: would have beat these guys any time.
15: You can't live in the past, Dan. When things are gone, they're gone forever.
18: The entire original cast is back. Even John Goodman, who plays dad, Dan Connor. And that's even though he died at the end of the original series. But go figure, it's TV. And again, the new version of Roseanne is premiering tonight on ABC and reminding you that you can catch us online anytime at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
0: Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800 405 2561. 800 405 2561. 800 405 2561. That's 800 405
1: 2561. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online. In syndication on networks across the U.S. And available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to your favorite action motorsports radio show and a little bit more. The Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. We've been talking some Monster Jam, some short course. And, uh, man, we've got some desert racing coming up. UTV World Championship and Score San Felipe. 250. Uh, We've got some big, big announcements with Razor Star Car for the UTV World Championship next week. We'll be making those announcements I don't know when, uh, obviously probably later this week, maybe the start of next week, Um, but we have a massive guest coming into the team with Jolene Van Vude and myself. I'm very excited about it. It's one of those where I'm kind of gag-ordered at the moment in regards to what I can say, Um, but um, this one is, is definitely... I mean, look at our track record. We've had Tanner Faust, we've had Travis Pastrana, we've had Antron Brown and Steve Torrance. So, you can only imagine what we've got up our sleeves. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be quite uh, quite fun at the UTV Worlds. And this guy actually knows how to drive a race car. And he's also kind of a mainstream name. So, uh um, I don't know if I've hinted enough at it, um, but uh, yeah, you guys are you guys are really really gonna gonna have a, get a kick out of who's the team of Jolene and I at the UTV World Championship, and I also do have to give a, a plug in. I uh, uh, kind of somehow. Uh, inherited, uh, kind of a, uh, basically an automotive media company and I, I bought it, but, uh, so down and dirty radio show is going to have a new Instagram account. Uh, I don't quite know what the handle is going to be quite on it yet, but I inherited an account and, uh, I didn't know how to like approach this right uh, most people you know I, I didn't want all of a sudden the Down and Dirty Radio Show to pop up with an Instagram account with 200,000 followers and everybody go uh, well how, how did you get 200,000 followers for your radio show account in like one day um, so I bought a company and I'm rechanging the name and it's irrelevant it's an automotive media company so we are going to have an Instagram account for the Down and Dirty Radio Show uh, just so happens to have 200,000 followers already um so uh <laughs> there you go that's that that's why you're gonna see an instagram account for the down and dirty radio show with 200,000 followers um but uh, that should launch later this week we're uh, going through the process uh cleaning it up a bit um taking some posts out that didn't quite uh weren't quite kosher with uh, with the way I uh, do things. But, uh, yeah, it should be fun. So be looking for that later this week, those of you that are on Instagram. And uh, we'll, we'll make the announcement and any listeners show. We're going to take a short break. We come back, we got our Optimus segment brought to you by our good friends at Optimus Starters here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. They gained international
7: success with their Grammy Award-winning song, Heaven. See Los Lonely Boys, with featured artist Lisa Morales. Live Saturday, March 24th, on the amphitheater stage at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. Gates open at 6 p.m., show starts at 7 p.m. General admission now $29, $39 the day of the show. or VIP tickets, only
2: $59. Tickets on sale now. Blue
0: Water Resort and Casino.
8: Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally.
1: Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. This is our Terracross Starts with Optimus segment, brought to you by our good friends at Optimus Starters, starting every Polaris Razor in the Terracross Championship. I'm joined on the line by my good friend and regular guest here, Joe Duncan, as well as uh, Mike Choback and Adam Murillo with uh, Renegade Products USA. How's everything going, guys? Good. Good, good. All right. Thanks so, for having us. No, Bye. thank you guys. Thank you guys. So, Joe, man, uh, you got to bring us in the loop here. We I know you said last week we had some big announcements coming. Uh, so, we got Renegade Products teaming with Terracross. Um, give us a lowdown on this relationship. I know Mike's going to be racing. Uh, Adam, you're with Renegade. So, Joe, kind of fill us in on all the details here, buddy.
20: Yeah, uh, you know, we had some good meetings at SEMA kind of seems like where uh, a lot of things started last year with a lot of different, uh, uh, potential Terracross partners and, uh, had some great meetings with Renegade and, and the owner of Renegade and, uh, and Mike Chobok who, uh, who connected us. And, uh, over the last, uh, whatever many months it's been, we've been slowly but surely putting together, uh, a program and, uh, Renegade's going to clean up, uh, Terracross and, uh, they're going to be the official partner of our, our wash bay and our our uh, cleaning of the uh, machines. It is rough, tough, and muddy Terracross. And as you know, Jim, from firsthand, uh, we've been known to get a little muddy. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina, ERX, we get a little dirty. And, and the one thing uh, uh, we haven't had in the past is uh, is a cleaning, uh, a cleaning company to make these things look really good for all the all the Terracross sponsors and athletes uh, in between races and before we get to the next event and uh, thankful and uh, very uh, honored to have uh, Renegade on board with us and, and have Mike, uh, Mike's always wanted to race Terracross as well as some of our other buddies. And, and each one of them has been trying to find a partner to come in and, and Mike and Renegade are uh, teaming up. Uh, Mike does shows and, and stuff for Renegade or with Renegade and, and uh, they have a great relationship. And now he's going to be uh, helping at uh, all the TerraCross four-wheel jamboree events. And, uh, yeah, it's a great fit. Uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't find a better thing to yeah. to, uh, to clean up the, the TerraCross <laughs> machine.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say, Adam, you, you realize what, what Renegade's in for. Because at one point last year, I, I think I asked Joe, I said, Joe, I said, why do we even wrap these cars? Because you can't see them. I said it's just all mud. Like I said, I think we could save some budget if we just planned on them being muddy and just didn't even wrap them. I, I think it'd save a few hundred dollars a car. Just and he just laughed, you know. But like you guys, seriously, man, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a test for Renegade.
6: Hey, man, we're we're ready to we're ready to go. We got uh, all of our new products that just came out, and we got the wash bay going, and, and we're
2: ready to take it on. Yeah. So Mike, man, what uh, what drew you to Terracross? Joe said you've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm I'm stoked to have you out there. Uh, we'll be banging doors together this year, but uh, uh what what's uh, what's been the you know what's what's got you hooked on Terracross? You gotta be pumped on this year.
6: Oh I'm so excited. Uh I've been racing for a while. I've raced almost everything. I've raced works races, I've raced some Supermoto back in the day and motocross. It just the work uh Terracross series always has been exciting. I like short course style racing. And uh, I'm just excited to go out and battle with a bunch of people. A couple friends
20: that'll be out there too, so I'm excited. Yeah,
2: it'll be uh be awesome for sure. So Mike, uh, give us a lowdown on Renegade. Uh you know, I know obviously you guys have cleaning products and things like that, but uh, give us a lowdown on uh, all things renegade. What should uh, what should our listeners know about the product and uh you know and, and what you guys are gonna be doing in Terracross?
6: Well the product's awesome. I use it on all my personal stuff. Um their spray wax, their vinyl cleaner. They're all purpose cleaner to help clean the units before or after races, gets all the dirt off, uh wheel cleaner, it's all works great, helps uh, thrust and dirt not stick to the machines. And it smells good. Everyone said it smells like <laughs> the <with> that. <laughs>
2: oh man so joe i mean uh, this is pretty exciting you know i know uh you know it's a big undertaking keeping these things clean but uh you know renegade welcome i guess welcome to the terracross family uh you got anything else for us joe with these guys
20: uh yeah i think uh you know we've got a a, a wash base setup that's going to be you know kind of somewhat open to the public and and be able to see you know what the product does do and can do and uh they're going to have a a booth on site at the event to uh, hand out samples of, as well as to sell products, and you can always go to RenegadeProductsUSA.com, you know, and and order your stuff as well. Yeah.
3: So Adam, uh... I love this because I re- I just remember how long it took me to wash my razor and the my helmet and everything at that last round of paracross, and it honestly took me about thirty five minutes. Yeah, and was... there was no wash bay. And so I'd, somebody would be washing beside me, and it would be getting mine even more muddy. But, uh, no, I think this is really cool. And it's very much needed, let's just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... it's fun to play in the mud, but that, it ain't fun to try to get it off. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Adam, I mean, uh, give us a lowdown. I know uh, RenegadeProductsUSA.com uh, you know, Renegade is a website. You guys have social media handles, I'm assuming. Where can people find out more
6: information on the products?
16: Absolutely, we got our Instagram and our Facebook
6: at Renegade Products USA. Uh, also, you know, um, like like Joe said, RenegadeProductsUSA.com. dot uh, com. We just came out with some really cool uh, off road detailing kits. Comes with a foam cannon and all the products you'd need to uh, keep your UTV clean. So we're pretty excited about that. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate
2: you guys taking the time to call in. I mean. I'm excited about, uh, you know, this relationship for TerraCross. You know, sometimes there's something that just makes sense with a series, and I feel like this just makes sense with TerraCross. Like, sometimes you look at it, and it's like Joe Mm -hmm. likes to use the term no-brainer, but I look at this, and I'm like, this is like, this makes sense for everybody involved, including us drivers. So I'm like, I'm pumped on this, man. I'm I'm excited to, uh, you know, to get out to, you know, the first round there, and I guess, what are we, two months out, Joe?
20: Yeah, a little over two months out and uh, maybe we'll have to have Adam uh send you down a little kit for the uh the star car there and we know that you get that thing dirty once in a while.
2: Oh, it's uh between that and my uh, razors in the shop, yeah, it's pretty pretty rowdy. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love to send me uh, send me over some information. We'll connect through Joe. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, we'll definitely connect. I'm sure Amy could use something for her fleet of dirt bikes too. It's uh, those things get pretty. pretty... <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, no, 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 no. I drive a monster truck. That thing gets dirtier than all of your stuff put together, and it takes that heck of a lot longer time so i mean i would love a care package to give to my crew boys because those boys are hard at work when i get
2: that thing <laughs> all right guys well thanks a lot man uh congrats on this uh new relationship and uh you know we'll, we'll definitely touch base soon and uh, mike we'll see you out there in a couple a uh, couple of months out at uh, round number one sounds good i'm excited all right Thank you guys take it easy guys all right thanks a lot all righty bye all right. Yeah, those uh that's uh Mike and Adam with the Renegade Products USA, Joe Duncan with TerraCross. That was our Optimus starts with TerraCross segment and uh yeah, like I said, Amy, once in a while a relationship just makes sense. And uh, a cleaning uh a cleaning Absolutely. company with TerraCross. Yeah, after ERX, you and I like you know and it was like I think only one steam cleaner worked and it was like oh man. Oh my it was such a train wreck. And like you said, we were blowing mud on each other. It was like you'd blow it off yours and it'd blow onto the one next to it. It was like um, a – oh, yeah. my goodness. It was uh, definitely, you know, it was definitely uh, entertaining. But uh, we're going to take a short break here, and uh, when we come back, Amy and I, the next two segments, we're taking fan questions. We're talking Supercross. We're talking Monster Jam. Amy and I don't get a chance to do this very often. It's full-on freestyle for the next two segments we're doing what we want when we want and talking about whatever we want so uh we want your fan questions we're excited for that and uh, we're going to talk just a little of everything the next two segments It's gonna be fun here on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor
9: if you are age 85 or younger
10: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180.
11: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517.
0: 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio
1: Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
2: Welcome back to the down 30 radio show powered by Polaris razor, Jim Beaver and Amy hood here. And, uh, uh, next two segments is going to be a bit of fun. We're just going to talk whatever the heck we want to talk about, catch up on all things radness, Amy hood. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll I think we'll wait for questions for like till later in this segment and then the next segment, just because, uh, I know we've got some people still sending stuff in and things like that, but, uh, uh, did you get a chance to, uh, kind of pay any attention to Supercross over the weekend? Cause I know I didn't get a chance to, other than I know who won. I did. You did. I did, I did because How that obviously work? I've
3: been following my homies. Um, I did because I'm following my friends and so I always I got the the live app, which is great for those, you know, uh, and obviously fellow athletes where, you know, r- usually racing or driving something on the weekend. So getting the getting the app is super key to be able to follow along, you get up to date, you know, qualifying times and, and you can follow along. I used to follow on Twitter because Twitter actually gives really good live updates if you follow Racer X or um, you know, Transworld.com or Transworld Moto. So, but then I ended up getting the the app. And so I can follow my friends. And I always have to kind of, you know, send a congratulation text message. And congratulations to Jeremy Martin, who finally pulled one out of, you know, his sack of goodies. You know, we talked about how great of an outdoor rider he is. And, you know, he finally was able to pull it together to, you know, be top of the Top of the box, finally at Indy this weekend. So, congratulations goes out to him. And you know, we, we, we refriended each other we talked about you know before. Obviously, Jim, but it's cool to keep up with your friends. It's cool to, um, you know, follow their progress and 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 likewise. Like people always ask me. I had so many text messages from you know a lot of my fellow racers. How did World Finals go this weekend? So it's just really important to kind of keep yeah. up with it and. I haven't been able to attend a Supercross for so long, but Jim, I think we finally put it together that you and I are going to go and attend the uh, the finals in Las Vegas for um, you know the last Supergirl we, round.
2: We've gotta we gotta try and make it to that one. I gotta see how it slots into my schedule. Things are getting bananas now, but I'll I'll apply for. Uh, I'll for, be there. If well,
3: anything, I'll, I'll hold the reins and I'll get yeah.
2: there. Yeah, no, we'll we'll do that for sure. We'll get you get you your mic set up, and uh, uh, I'll get credentials coming for both of us, and then. Uh, and then if I can go, great. I don't need
3: credentials. But we own we own Supercross, so my Monster Jam credentials are actually. I'll check uh, you
2: out! Well, you know you why don't mean? you get me credentials oh, oh. then? Get me credentials. I can. No
3: problem. I, I, got got I got you.
2: I got you. I got, IndyCar I got. credentials. You can get me. You can get me Supercross credentials.
3: <laughs> oh, I can. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you, dude. I got your boot.
2: All right, hey, and uh, I, I got. I'm gonna put you on the spot. You and Jeremy Martin are friends. How come we haven't had him on the show yet? We got to get Martin lined up for this deal. Like this is like radness. And he,
3: We will. We will. I'll text him. I'll text him after the show. Um, he is a funny character as well. I think it would be a pretty interesting interview. Um, it, his progression and his maturity and how he's, you know, how he started to where he is now. You can even tell through social media that um you know he's a lot more comfortable he's you know loves his team loves his ride it's all working for him he's letting his personality out you know there's a lot of pressure being uh you know a a multi-year outdoor champion and you know maybe not doing as good in supercross maybe having a bad year there's a lot of pressure a lot of eyes and it it can be really hard for a younger athlete younger as you know he's not young but he's younger you know a couple years ago rookie um, you know, there's so much hype around somebody, and if you don't meet expectations, it could be a lot on a person. And I think he kind of found his groove now, and you know, he's a lot more comfortable and confident in you know himself. And it really does show, and it shows in the social media, um, which is a great representation of you know athletes. It is, and uh, I think now, if we're having him on the show now, opposed to maybe two years ago. Um, we'd get a completely different interview out of him. So um, definitely let's line up to have Jeremy Martin, you know, killed it this weekend in Indy. It'd be really cool to talk to him and, you know, see what his uh, predictions are for outdoors because, you know, that's his strong suit and where he's going to excel.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, and one thing that I think is interesting note too, is like, we haven't even talked about the brother thing. Right. With Jeremy and Alex, like the, you know, like, you know, they love each mm-hmm. other, but like, there's gotta be, you know, there's a little competitiveness between brothers, you know, like there just is, you well, know,
3: obviously I know the whole background. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, know exactly, everything, but everything. Yeah, but it, you know what? What's cool is that, you know, these kids grew up at Millville. Um, if you don't know, you know, their family owns that track. I've been going there since I was on a 50. I w- Actually, I've been at that track when my mom was pregnant with me, and she was haul- hauling ass around that track, walking, you know, with me in, in her stomach, which is, it's crazy because I've been going there that long. Like, every single year, we never missed Millville. Um, and, you know, these kids grew up at the most, it's one of the toughest outdoor national tracks. Um, you know, the terrains, the up and down, um, you know, the up and downhill, and then the whoops, the legendary sand whoops set, you know, they're man makers <laughs> they're called, but, um, you know, it really does show, you know, their riding style and, you know, that he did really good in Daytona. Um, you know, Indy is a very aggressive um, track, but you know, it, it's, it's cool because you have the brotherhood camaraderie. They're on different teams, so you don't have really that team rivalry because when you're on a factory race team, it, it's important to be the best of you know either the two or three or four riders. So you at least don't have that rivalry. But um, it's been really cool because you've kind of seen a flip-flop. You've seen Alex Excel. He is the older brother. Then you see Jeremy kind of put his nose in there. And then, then you see Jeremy make two successful outdoor years. And then he had some struggling times, and you've seen Alex excel. and You've seen him, you know, running at the, pack, at the top of the pack. And, you know, Alex was never – he was always kind of the bridesmaid. He was running in top, you know, 8 to 15, never really would crack the top five, maybe once in a blue moon. And then, you know, he was on the box every weekend, and it was, it was really cool to see, and it was cool to see the camaraderie between the two. Um, and I, I w- it would be interesting to talk about that, whether, you know, one brother's success feel the fire for the other if they help each other. I actually don't know that and it would be really interesting, but it's been cool to watch. And as a bystander and as, a, you know, friends of both of them, you know, to watch that transition between brothers. And I think that's the only other than the Stuarts, you know, but who and they race Which, separate classes, yeah. you know, 250 and 450, the the Martins are the only other brothers who compete against each other other than, you know, James and Malcolm,
2: yeah, well, and James and Malcolm, I got a little info. So, Antron Brown, who raced the Mint with me, uh, he's best friends with the Stewarts. Like, they hang out, they go dirt bike riding. Yeah. He he talks to James oh. on a daily basis, um, even now he talks to James on a daily basis. Um, and so, I, I got some info on that. But he was talking about Malcolm, and I think uh, we'll definitely have Malcolm on the show at some point soon. Um, but he was saying, like, Malcolm, it was interesting because he came to he came to motocross very late. Um, He he wasn't interested. He wasn't interested at all. And then he saw James killing it, and he goes, hey, I think I can do that, too. And it was one of those where, like, older brother can do that. Well, the heck, you know, I can do that, too. And so he came to it very, very late. And to see the career he's had just for somebody, you know, most of these kids are shredding it at, you know, three, four, five, you know. Mm -hmm. And for Malcolm to come as a teenager to it, like, that's really late to be as successful as he is
3: well you know he always rode but he probably yeah. never took you know James was the elite of the kids and so Malcolm obviously rode for fun um, but the thing is when you start you know he, I'm, I'm, I don't know his background but I assure you I believe he started young I do remember Malcolm uh, you know what is the name but he was never really like the iconic kid like James was yeah. um, so he probably took a you know big seat on the back burner but through those years of watching, you know, watching, being at the track, riding at even just an amateur level. When you start young, you build such a strong base. You you develop such technical skills. It The best way to get a longevity in this career, and we always talk about that, but a lot of kids who come up and have no no skills at all and come in on, you know, as a teenager, they have no base. But having a brother like James Bubba Stewart to watch yeah. builds you enough base as it is, right? And so, but yeah it 's been really cool, and it 's really cool to see uh, if you even hear interviews James always talks about Malcolm on the podium. Malcolm always talks about James. they are such great support systems for each other. I love seeing that
2: yeah well, and how rad is it to have a brother that 's that good? I mean the Martins or the Stuarts like a brother that 's that good, like you can pick their brain, you know what I mean, and you have full trust in that brother, you know it 's not like you know it 's like that's pretty amazing asset to have as a racer, you know?
3: Yeah, it it is. Absolutely. And like, even for me, when I would get hurt, but I would go to a lot of the ultra nationals and supercrosses. probably the year that I was hurt and, you know, took a bystander, but watched a lot, listened a lot. I learned so much and my riding style really changed because I was paying attention and I was there to learn. And, um, it, it helped me quite like way more than i thought like you thought going out to the training facility and putting in hard laps was the the only and best way to train but it's not you got to watch and listen and being a spectator who who was there to learn it, it helped me quite a bit yeah. So well, yeah, I can only imagine, you know, what that's been like for them.
2: If watching and listening is training for Supercross, I am training at an elite level right now. I'm <laughs> watching and listening to a oh, whole. Oh, <laughs> I don't mean, know. You gotta,
3: you gotta have a base there, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm and like, you just center, call, call two me
2: Jeremy wanted. McGrath 2.0. If it's just watching and listening, I got that Supercross oh, dialed. Oh
4: <laughs> my! Oh my goodness!
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, it's getting deep in here. Oh, man. So, yeah, I got one. we got one minute. We're going to go to break, and then we'll get to fan questions. But I got to ask you, because I think this dude deserves some props. Who is Luke Rensland that got third in the main event in 250s? I'd never heard of this guy until yesterday or oh, like, this weekend. Oh,
3: Luke's been around for quite a while. He, he's been around for quite a while, but one of those, like, good old boy kids. You know, he's off the radar because he doesn't have a lot of drama around him. Super cool. He's been around for for quite a while. You know, great athlete great outdoor rider um he's one of those kids who's been working up the chain and this is definitely not going to be the last time you see him on the top of the box yeah,
2: look like he did GNCC um, before you know, this a lot or something of people
3: put their, get in there and then they get burnt out or they go crash stuff. you know he has been at it for so long you know we're finally starting to see him, his name over and over again that you know now is his time he's not injured you know he, he hasn't got burnt out obviously he's you know made enough name for himself that he's yep, we're talking about him on the radio show here. So this is the not the last time that we're going to talk about Luke Rensling, and we should bring him on the show yeah, too. We are good friends.
2: Yeah, we, we should ring him on for sure. We're going to take a short break, come back. Lots of fan questions. Hit us up. We'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally
0: be published travel experts are here 24 7 to help 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 if you're a pro
12: you don't buy a little of this or that you buy a lot of this or that and at the home depot you save even more Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details.
5: Hi, this is Lou Manfredini. This House Smarts Home Improvement Minute is brought to you by my friends at Ace Hardware. Make sure to examine your roof shingles to see if any were lost or damaged during winter. If your home has an older roof covering, you may want to start a budget for replacement. The hot summer sun can really damage roof shingles. Ones that are cracked, buckled, or loose, or are missing granules need to be replaced. More information at HouseSmartStv.com And now this.
12: Ace is the place with the
4: helpful
12: hardware
13: folks. It's the buy one, get one free paint sale at Ace. Our biggest paint sale of the year. Buy a gallon of our top paint brands and get the second free. And you know what else is free? Our help. With the Ace Extra Mile Promise, get everything you need to paint in one trip or deliveries free. Don't miss the buy one, get one free paint sale now through Monday only at Ace. Limit two free gallons of equal or lesser value. Prices may vary. Store stock only while supplies last. Delivery subject to availability. Visit acehardware.com for more details.
5: I'm Ryan Burke, I'm the head cider maker at Angry Orchard, and we're in Brittany, France. I wanted to make Angry Orchard Rosé Cider out of my love for rosé wine. We came here and found these red-fleshed apples. It's a really rare fruit. The apple brings a right, refreshing, natural taste to the cider and a deep, nice pink rosé hue. Our rosé is a little bit less sweet. It's got a really nice balance. For any occasion, it's a really refreshing drink. Angry
3: Orchard Cider Company, welcome you. Drink this time.
5: Like what you hear?
1: Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
2: All right, and we are back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, along with Amy Hood. I am Jim Beaver. It's at Jim Beaver fifteen at Amy Hood seventy one, and uh, soon to be later this week, that new account I told you about earlier on uh, instagram for the down and dirty radio show that amy and i will both be admins for so uh i don't know the handle yet but i'll get that to you guys here in the next uh, couple of days as uh, we get all the stuff purged out of there that needs to be purged out um but uh yeah so uh q and a time um I do. We did have, we got some requests coming in, Amy Hood. Uh, one, My um, good from Adam Robledo that uh, went to high school with. Uh, he listens to the show every week. He wants us to do a little GNCC coverage. So we can definitely do that, don't you think?
3: Oh, absolutely. I would love to do some GNCC coverage. I, I know like a lot of the riders, so. It. Everyone talks about it. Like, there's always, it's kind of cool because a lot of people, instead of talking about motos, they're like, oh, yeah, I know I ride GNC. I'm like. I can't believe how big that series has gotten in the last couple of years, and I, and I find because it's really safe. Like nowadays, people don't want to go out and go hit a seventy-five foot triple and you know do the moto thing. Like GNC is is cool, and it's it's a it's a level that people can start and be good at. With, you know when you're fifteen years old and buy a dirt bike, and or no, sorry, when you're twenty-five years old, buy a bike and they're not necessarily comfortable racing the 250 C class, you know, at a motor track, CNC is a great place to start. And, um, you know, especially in the Midwest, it's huge.
2: Yeah, it's it's big. Uh, I've got a lot of friends that race there. I mean, I know the top level riders like we can get them on like that's that's no problem. And a lot of our good friends like Moonlight doing some of that, you know, the bounce around and do a few like Endurocross and GNCC. So, yeah, that's a done deal. We can make that happen. Uh, Kind of along those lines, I talked to uh, to Jackie. Uh, Jacqueline Carrizosa, aka Bro Jack, yesterday. Her and I were texting. Uh, I was seeing if she was racing her oh. dirt bike at the UTV World. She's not, but she told me a little interesting info. I'm gonna go out and be her pit crew at some event this year. Um, she's uh, she's racing her dirt bike at MRAN, the uh, basically like uh, it's smaller regional desert races, all in preparation for Vegas Torino this year. She wants to Iron Woman Vegas Torino again and uh, get that finisher pass. Oh, she said yeah. so. She's doing like a, a string of events to train to do Vegas Torino in August and I told her I'm like Jackie like 560 miles on a dirt bike I said no joke I said I, but she's so determined like I guarantee you she's going to get that finisher pin hey, this year but
3: if anybody can do it it's that girl and we got to like I, I feel like I need to learn I want to go and be her pit girl too because yeah. I've never believed in some chick more than I believe in that girl like I think that girl can you know there's something that she wants you know the she's, fact that she's even going to prepare for, prepare for it like that, like she is, just yeah. goes to show her level of determination and uh, belief in herself. And yeah. it's so badass. I respect that a lot as an athlete, and I respect it a lot as her friend. Yeah. Um, you know, she puts in the work, and you know what's needed to be done when not a lot of people do. Yeah, they well, think they're going to do something, and they kind of half-ass it. Like she's, Jackie's she's all full in, full butts it.
2: She's, Jackie she's full is ass all in. It.
3: She like doesn't half-ass.
2: It. She's. She's just a rad human being, like, not that she does rad things, just on a human level. Like you said, like, if she ever puts her mind to something, you know what's going to happen. If she looked at me and said, Jimmy, I'm going to be president, like, I'd be like, all right, where do I sign up to help you? Because I know you're going to be president. You know, it's like, like, there's, she's no joke. And and if she calls, she's one of those friends. If she calls and needs a favor, she doesn't ask for help ever. So if she calls and says, hey, Jimmy, can you do this? You do it because, you know, she really needs it. She's not one of those friends that phones it in. Like, she, if she's asking something, like, you drop everything and go help Jackie because, like, it's legit it's if she's asking. not one of those people
3: who who calls and, and asks you about sponsorships when they, you know, think that you live on the West Coast kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, sorry, that's an inside joke between Jimmy and I, but yeah. no, I feel like Jackie and I, we, we really like near each other's careers. Um, and it's cool because she's actually told me that a lot. Like, um, like, you know, where, where I met her a couple of years ago, the, the girl used to pick me up in her, in her pickup truck with her puppy dog at, you know, at the airport whenever I'd come to Vegas for Supercross and the Mint. And then, uh, boom, like, you know, she's, her career started to excel and, um, Her social media blew about,
2: up, like on Facebook well, yeah, and crap. Instagram. It's like,
3: holy crap! But uh, and it really happened at the mid. You know, at the yeah. mid is where we met, and the mid like she was not really anybody. She was like doing a lot of fitness, you know, amateur dirt biker. And um, you know, we we grew this friendship, and it's really cool because I think it really mirrors my own career. I wanted to drive a monster truck. I went to one race, and I said, "That's what I want to do." I that's what i want to do and i figured out how to do it and i appreciate people who look at life the same way people who see something that they want to do and it's not an option it is plan a and there's no plan b it's that's what i'm going to do i'm going to figure out the steps i need to take to get there but that's what i'm going to do it's not what i want to do it's what i'm going to do and i think it's the exact same thing with her to vegas reno she's going to Iron Woman and going to finish. It's not oh I I would like to. Like she's determined that she's gonna do it. And that's the only way you can look at life. Like life's hard enough. You can't really second doubt like second guess yourself and have any doubts. That's the first way to failure. You know, it's yeah. optimism at the first you know Jeez. at the first of your
2: goal yeah she's awesome and if you guys like seriously and we got to go to fan questions but uh and and this is not like self-promotion but amy and i did a podcast with jackie (laughs) um like four or five months back on project action her story story is unreal if you guys don't know who we're talking about she goes by at at brojack b-r-o-j-a-q on instagram and i think facebook as well um but the girl is go and listen to that podcast you want to talk about a veteran who's overcome stuff in her life at a young age to get where she's at. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, like Amy and I could go on about her for days because she's just yeah. a rad human being, but uh, we got questions, and we only got a little bit of time since we've kind of blown through this segment, <laughs> but that's how we go. Uh, but I do have yeah. to say, uh, Trevis Pointer, uh, who, geez, this guy, he's asking questions. I'm like, man, he could be hosting this radio show. <laughs> Guys, got legit UTV creds. Um, but he's, he, how soon do you think Lucas will go national 2019? Absolutely. I think we're going to see 2019 a full merge series. Um, hands down uh you know from what marty said and then what i'm seeing and, and hearing 2019 there's one series and it's going to run coast to coast or midwest to west coast i think um i think it's just hands down 2019 is the year that's going to happen um so uh yeah uh so here we go we got uh, a couple of them um one this one was (laughs) i got it four times on facebook last week on dms and then on uh, uh on a post i posted a picture of the trophy truck when are you racing the trophy truck again yeah i know i still own that thing and it's uh being rebuilt right now um We are going to race it tentatively at uh, Laughlin in October. So uh, uh, I think that's the game plan is to go and run that two-day Laughlin event in October in the trophy truck. So uh, I might do double duty. I might run the Razor uh, Saturday, the trophy truck Saturday and Sunday or something like that. So I might do double duty at Laughlin in October, but that is the plan. Um, This one, uh, we got a couple of them from Amy. or not from Amy but for Amy. Uh one first one uh Mike in Dallas. Amy, um uh, I haven't seen you on TV. I'm just going to ad lib here cuz it's kind of long, but I uh, haven't seen you on TV. How do you how do you get to do the stadium shows and race on TV and Monster Jam? That's pretty much a cut cut to the chase from Mike in Dallas. So what what do you, how do you go from what you're doing to the stadium shows?
3: I, I got to earn it, man. Like, I, I got to work my way into it, and I, I understand that. I think I'm making the right steps, and um, I get to go back to Paxton at Monster Jam University and train to do some stadium driving, which is, like, you know, steps in the right direction, and obviously I'm doing the right things because they invited me to go do that. But, um, you know, I got to earn my place. Um, you know, the people who are driving stadium are very deserving. You know, Cynthia Gauthier. This was her first year that she actually got, you know, to participate in the full show, in the freestyle show at World Finals. She wasn't a double-down competitor anymore. And no other girl was so deserving of that. And, and like, I get it. Like, I'm okay where I'm at. Like, I have a lot to learn. And so I, you know, I'll I'll appreciate my move up when they feel I'm ready. Um, I'm ready now. Don't get me wrong. But I understand that there's a lot of people who put in a lot of effort, been here a long time as well, and I'm enjoying the process. I I've learned so much this year. I learned so much at World Finals, and I really have a very different perspective driving this year, and even being at World Finals and being able to watch and learn as I did this year. The hype is, you know, the hype has kind of come come down. The, the adrenaline rush, and you know, everything from the first year of driving a Monster Jam truck. It's it's simmered a bit now, and now I, I I can actually sit back and really study and learn and get it a lot more. So, um, you know, there's gonna be a time when I transition to stadium and I transition to the FS1 tour, which is televised, and I'm ready. I'm ready for it, but I understand I have a long way to go. It took me, you know, twenty some years to be a great motocross racer. It ain't gonna take me that long to be a great monster jam driver, but I'm getting there. So. Stay tuned. Put in the and, work, and you know, Colt Stevens and Bari are doing such an amazing job as well. And I feel like I do. You learn so much in an arena. You learn about the truck. You learn about finesse, throttle control. You know, being cool, calm, and collective. That's the best place for me to be right now. Where I need to build my skill set is absolutely on a triple threat arena tour. That's where I'm going to learn the most.
4: Yeah.
2: So. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one, uh, I guess, is for me and you, kind of. Um, this is Leon in Indianapolis, which yeah. I will be at like three times this year, four times, something like that, maybe five. Yeah. I don't, depending on what my We're month of May looks off. like. But uh, wants to know what uh, what events are we going to be live at. Um, so, I guess I will be live at the UTV World Championship. Amy has some obligations next weekend that we can't talk about. Um, But I'll do a show. It might be pre-taped at the UTV Worlds. But then Amy and I will both be at the Long Beach Grand Prix uh, for, like, three or four days. We'll be doing a ton of interviews. We've got some really fun stuff lined up. She didn't even realize what we've got lined up yet that's going to be so rad. Um, So Long Beach Grand Prix, I will be spending my month of May in Indianapolis at the Indy 500 at the uh, Grand Prix. And then I will be uh, um, be at the Indy 500, or actually Indy Qualifying. And then I will be at the General Tire Arca Race in Charlotte. And then I think Memorial Weekend, I will actually be doing radio in Silverstone, England at the World Rallycross Race in England in the U.K. And then I'll be at Terra Cross, uh, whichever round starts that. And then I'll be at Crandon. And then, I don't know, I got Bark River. I, I, I'm i all over the place. And Amy and I, I think we're mixing in maybe a Supercross round mm. in May, too. So... Those are what I'll be at. I don't know how, how cr- much crossing over Amy and my schedules are yet because I don't know what her calendar is. So, like, when Amy and I can fit them in where oh, our, she's so got hard. a free weekend, we, we try to do it together, but we don't know what her schedule looks like yet, right?
3: Honestly, I have no idea. It changes by the week, the day, the month, like, it's, and it's all over the map. And um, especially with Monster Jam, I'm trying to make, make some moves there. Uh, You know, we try to make stuff happen. Um, Everything kind of comes as it goes. So, yeah. Long Beach Grand Prix is the short answer. Life, you cannot plan anything other than really big events like world finals. You know, like MEC. We're going to Indy. Events you can, but when stuff pops up, you just you gotta go for it. (laughs) Wing it.
2: So the short answer is we know of one event right now, and it happens in like two and a half weeks, and that's the Long Beach <laughs> Grand Prix. So if you're going yeah. to the the Stadium Super Trucks, the Formula Drift, the IMSA, or the IndyCar race, all that happens in the course of two days, which I'm very excited about, like all things rad happening at one event, uh, in Long Beach, Amy and I will be there, and we'll be doing radio and interviews and a whole bunch of rad stuff. So hit us up on social media, and we'll definitely link up. Um, but uh, past that, we don't know what we'll be at together this year. Um, so. Yeah,
3: so the only thing that sucks is, um, you know, this amazing news that I have to let the world know. The gym knows, but I can't release it yet until it happens. <laughs> but you might actually be able to follow along, wink-wink, on, you know, live action and live uh, – you know, live feeds from, you know. Whatever place this is, yeah. Oh, my God, I can't, wait to, I can't wait to blow it out. Obviously, we're going to talk about it on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Release it here. Release it. But it, it's coming soon, guys. Follow yeah. along my social media. I have probably the biggest news I'll ever have in my entire life dropping next week. So, stay tuned.
2: All right. got to take a short break. Amy and I will wrap things up after this here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online, in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: All right, and we're back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Wrapping Ooh. things up, we got uh, UTV World Championships, some more Supercross coming at you in the next couple of weeks. Formula Drift, IndyCar, Stadium Super Trucks. Um uh I don't know what formula drift rally <laughs> I don't know it's bananas the next everything. couple of weeks everything, everything. <laughs> So uh, I am at Jim Beaver 15. Amy is at Amy Hood 71 Make sure and uh, subscribe over there on iTunes to uh, this show as well as uh, Project Action. Uh, use that coupon code JB Dirtfish at Dirtfish Rally School for 15% off. Big thanks to Players Razor General Tire, Subaru Vision Wheel, Casey Highlights, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish Impact, Optimus, Motoshield Pro, Terracross, and the Brew Water Resort and Casino. Uh, you got any words of wisdom to leave us with,
3: Amy, before we check out here? No, I mean you guys gotta tune in to um, Monster Jam's Facebook Live. Um, there, there's lots of stuff on there. You know, tune into their Twitter and everything. You can get highlights and recaps of Monster Jam World Finals. It was one of the best events I've ever been to in my life. Very proud of my driving and all of my you know fellow athletes and commodities. And uh, it's gotta check it out. There's been some really cool stuff going on. Uh, big shout out to Justin Sipes. He did fantastic. Um, you know, in his very first Monster Jam freestyle event at World Finals. And it was it's just so cool. Lots of cool highlights. Go check it out on MonsterJam.com and Monster Jam's Facebook account.
2: All right. And with that, we are going to check out. And uh, we got a massive show next week. Be sure and cha- tune in for that. Be safe, as always. Go big. Yeah, go big and game on.
4: we mm-hmm.